TARDIS. It can travel anywhere in time and space. And it's mine. Please. Look at this. Go on, say. Most people do. on the outside hey what's up and welcome back to smaller on the outside or as i would like to call it sotocast the first the best and the only sherlock podcast that you just can't miss uh last episode we talked about doctor who um so this episode and the next two episodes we'll be talking about sherlock until doctor who returns probably in uh april that's the uh that's what we're guessing right now, but I don't know if there's any official word. I'm guessing there will be soon, maybe? Although, I don't know, with, Do- with Doctor Who, uh, sometimes they don't announce the date until shortly before it comes out. So. Yeah. My name is Dave, I will be the detective with you this evening, and with me as always is... Andy. Who is the companion. Um, companion? Is that right? Yeah. It's what we've been saying. I guess it could be partner or... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, it doesn't really matter. Um, but, uh, yeah, Andy's the companion. And, uh, first of all, Happy New Year, as this is another holiday. The first one was on Christmas. This one's on New Year's. Um, <laughs> and it is a new year, 2017, um, which means we've been doing this podcast now for four years. It's the yeah. it's the eighth season, but it is also the f- fourth year we've been doing it. Does that include uh, the extraordinary project? No. Yeah, because we did that before this. Yeah, extraordinary <laughs> project was in like two thousand seven. Yeah. Uh, um. So that was so ten years. That was ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there was like not many episodes of that. Didn't catch on. Nobody listened to it except ourselves <laughs> because we didn't post so on not, any not podcasting websites. We just, <laughs> we just single-handedly posted them ourselves on our, our blogs and our websites and not on any podcast hosting sites. Right. So nobody listened to it. Plus it was like talking about virtually every TV show on earth and yeah, not, not just focusing focus. on one or two. <laughs> Like this season is. Or, well, it's not even just two anymore. Was Didn't we do... Yeah, because you did X-Files. Yeah, X-Files, and yeah. And did we do anything else? We did else? 24. 24 will live another day. 24. Okay. And, yeah. Um, but, anyways, this season is talking about Sherlock and, uh, and Doctor Who, but right now it's Sherlock. Sherlock is back for the fourth season. Um, which if everybody watches Sherlock knows that it's basically a short, well, actually regular length trilogy of Sherlock movies, really. Um, basically. The last time we saw Sherlock, he was on a plane hallucinating. Uh, and, uh, when he came to, he got a message from Moriarty saying, miss me, miss me, miss me. Well, no, that was before he was hallucinating. Was it? Yeah. Because it was at the end of season three? Cause, yeah, that was yeah. the end of season three, and then he did the hallucination thing to try to 
figure out how Moriarty faked his death. Basically, that's what he's trying to think, figure out, and he figured out he didn't fake his death. He he says that but, Moriarty is in fact dead. But he knows what he's going to do next. That's basically how it ended. But he doesn't. <laughs> I think that's in the idea of this episode. In, he has no idea. In, in typical Stephen Moffat fashion. Yeah. Trying to make us think that they know something and then we don't. Kind of like the fall. Yeah, the fall. Like, how did the fall happen? Uh, that's that's yet another thing I want to still see is is a uh, satisfactory explanation. Well, they did hint at it in the uh, Abominable Bride. Um, like, like he was talking about how well you know they could have gotten a, a body. To, to help the bride out or whatever, kind of like how, uh, what's her name, the the girl that works in the uh, morgue or whatever, helped him out, basically. Yeah. And then, he, and then he, he just kind of shrugged that off, like everybody knew that already, but we didn't. Oh, uh, of course we don't. Oh, Molly, Molly Harper. Yes, Molly. She was in this episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, just for a short period of time. Um... Anyways, the beginning of this episode entitled what, Andy? The Six Thatchers. It's called the Six Thatchers, as in uh, Margot Thatcher or Margaret. Thatcher. Margaret. Margaret Thatcher. Yes. Um, now this one started off with kind of explaining what's going on with Sherlock and how he is freed of all his uh, crimes. Otherwise known as shooting the uh, computer dude in the in the face. In Which the was, what was his name? Uh, I don't remember his name. Um, hold on. Uh, Charles Augustus Magnuson. Magnuson, yes. Um, so we, basically, they photoshopped or After Effects or edited the uh, security footage to show uh, Augustus, what's his face, getting shot by you know police or whatnot. And, uh, by a sniper. By yeah, a sniper by or something, and so Sherlock Basically immediately make it look like make it look like Sherlock didn't actually do it. Like he was raising his gun, then he just dropped it when the guy was shot by a sniper. Yeah. And the whole time, Sherlock is tweeting how great it is to be free. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> throughout the entire episode, uh, Sherlock was, like, on his phone. Yeah. So... You know, it, that's not that's not really normal, is it? I mean, no, he does that he's on his phone he does his texting phone all the time. Uh, normally, here and there. Uh, yeah. But this time, he's like texting and tweeting and googling, and I don't know what he's doing, but he's staying on his phone. Yeah, is it? I don't know if he's trying to Google some... Moriarty or something. It could be, yeah, it could be that. I don't know. But anyways, he he says. That in order to catch uh, Moriarty's, you know, ghost or <laughs> I don't know, his, whoever's following in Moriarty's footsteps, in order to catch him, he has to be his normal self, which means he has to just solve crimes or solve, yep. solve mysteries, rather. And he goes through a number of these mysteries in the episode. I like the first one, um, which was... The dad who went to the car, yeah, um, because his son said he was, you know, f 
far away in in the Alps or something, and he says Nepal, I think. Yeah, and he says there's a Power Ranger on my car for some reason. <laughs> uh, take a picture of it and send it to me. And uh, the dad goes and sends it to him. And then was it a week later? Yep. Okay, a week later, the car blows up, and they find that the guy's body is in there dead and has been dead there for a week, too. Uh, I, I was watching, I was like, oh, it's a, it's a teleportation uh, mystery in this episode. <laughs> uh, not really he you know he solves it in a, a second because these are like short little mysteries throughout the episode yeah. basically the son was already in the car uh wanted to surprise his dad so the seats um were made of two different kind of nylons or whatever uh and one of them was actually like a costume that the kid was wearing to look like a, a car seat so that when his dad was there, he could just surprise him. But he was never able to surprise him. Yeah. Because he was dead. Yeah. Um, how did he die again? Because I'm confused with they that. Said, they said he had some kind of like seizure or something. He had a seizure. Okay, that's easy enough. Uh, I didn't understand how Sherlock thought to think of specifically the car seats. He's like, uh, he's like, well, tell me because... about the car seats. And I'm like, that's a little too convenient. Oh, he asked about that? Yeah, when uh, Lestrade was talking about the, the super awesome case that he has for Sherlock, he said, tell me about the car seats. And they're like, oh, it was made of nylon, two different kinds. Um, mm. Which is... Great impression there. Yes, you're You're welcome. <laughs> Um, which, which is fine, which is how he um, solves the case, but I think it was just a little too easy to immediately ask about the seats. Hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't remember that. I, I remember that, I remember them, you know, mentioning the, the seats and then, then, uh, Mary caught onto that as well, right? Yeah, she did. Because that's she's Mary. She's Mary. That's fine. Um, did you did you catch what uh, a bunch of the other mysteries were all about? Uh, I was trying to, but they went by so quickly. I didn't, I don't remember anything. Yeah, because um, he he solved them in like text messages and blah blah blah. And then there's some yeah. guy that wore woman's clothing. I don't know. <laughs> I tried I tried uh, googling uh, the John Watson blogs. You know how they used to put post yeah. Uh, post stuff for uh, john watson on there but i looked it up and i guess it's not being updated anymore unfortunately what's the last one that's on there those cases i thought uh, the last one on there is a sign of three i thought i thought maybe they would have you know updated it with some of those those small cases that that went by on the Mm. screen but nope no i well even if they were updating it it wouldn't even uh you know show up for another day or even probably even a week you know uh so people can, uh, maybe. you know, know, people can but, catch uh, up. I was wondering if those were, like, actual Sherlock Holmes stories, like, from the books at all. They they could have been, but I, I don't know. How many stories are there? There <laughs> uh, can't be that many. Because usually these uh, episodes are based on at least a couple. Well, Sherlock Holmes, in, a, in the first place, is, you know, it's... Uh, 
public domain now, so anybody can do Sherlock Holmes stories. But officially, fifty-six short stories and four novels. Wow. So quite a lot. Four novels, just four. Yeah. So they must so be most of, most uh, basing a lot of this on short stories. Yeah. Um. So uh, he's going through all these small mysteries until he gets, you know, his game face on. Lestrade comes in with uh, the broken bust of, you know, Margaret Thatcher. Right. And immediately he somehow connects this to Moriarty. Well, he just thinks that, uh, yeah, I don't know how why he thought this had anything to do with Moriarty. Um, I, I think it's just because these are the cases that he, he was being brought. And so he thought maybe... Uh, Moriarty would do something to try to try to make a case seem more interesting to Sherlock, perhaps. Yeah, he says something about this is just simply too bizarre, um, too weird, and too much of a puzzle, not for it not to be that, Moriarty. The problem with that is the case that that brought them there had nothing to do with the Thatcher uh, thing. It had to do with the car and the explosion and stuff like that. It didn't, you know. So that line of logic didn't really make much sense to me because uh, he didn't see the the thatcher bus thing until uh he got there but then again i suppose maybe moriarty could have or, or moriarty's people could have known about the the crate the weird uh case with the with the car explosion thing and and said oh this is a good opportunity to try to catch sherlock's <laughs> attention i don't know <laughs> yeah uh, there's sometimes there's writing in the show i'm like eh. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's genius. Kind of Sometimes other times I'm like, that was really quick and convenient and, yeah, you know, things like that. Uh, but we we look over it because, you know, most of the rest of it's pretty good. Um, so he decides that he needs to find these uh, busts. Actually, he, what's he do? He picks up the broken bust and lets a hound sniff it or something like mm -hmm. that. And then he wants to use the hound uh, to find, I don't know, what's he trying to find? Moriarty? <laughs> yeah. uh, just just where, uh, no, because it had blood on it, right? It had blood? Yeah, so, so the, okay. the, thief, the thief cut themselves when they broke the thing open, so he was trying to track them down by, you know, tracking the right. scent of Instead the blood. Instead of doing CSI forensic stuff, you have a bloodhound sniff the blood, and run all over London until he finds a butcher shop. He kind of goes in a circle if you pay attention to the map. Yeah, a circle. <laughs> so it's a completely useless a dog who just runs them into a butcher shop where there is blood. So he can't exactly. figure out whose blood it is, just blood in general, so whatever. Um, so he figures that's useless. And he heads down to see Craig. Not Doctor Who Craig. <laughs> but a, a Sherlock Craig, which is a hacker, computer hacker. Right. Who's able to find out that, what was it? A uh, It was a museum of sorts, a history museum that had a whole bunch of uh, Thatcher busts that were, like, sold to a bunch of different people. Well, yeah, he found out about, like, the collection of them and that there was six. He found out there were six. Right. And so I think... 
He had a yeah. He had a list of people who owned uh, Thatcher busts. So he was gonna use that information to find one. Right. And uh, when he's when Sherlock is looking at this list, he gets another call from Lestrade saying another two busts have been broken. This time it has been transformed into a murder. Um. So that means that there's was I think there's only one left in the in the list of busts that right led Sherlock to kind of stalk the place out for hours. It was like a father and a son in some kind of smart house um, that were, were swimming. And uh, right. they they walk into the living room from the pool house. And I swear, Sherlock steps out from the pool house, too. Like, he was just standing there in plain <laughs> he was view. hiding in the shadows. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, he stands there about, like, three, four hours, something like that, until... Uh, the culprit comes back for that bust, um, but Sherlock confronts him, says, hey, you know, you can settle your qualms at the police station or something like that, uh, and then they fight. I think this was yeah. like the first time I've seen this variation of Sherlock fight. Possibly, but, you know, I, that it, reminds me, obviously, of Robert Downey Jr. Right, because uh, Robert Downey Jr. is... Sherlock was more famous for his fighting technique in the in the Sherlock Holmes movies. Now, obviously, they didn't copy that exact uh, format, but you could tell he was kind of like pay, paying attention of where to hit. Yeah, it it, how, it, it wasn't like in slow motion, like uh, Zack Snyder style or anything. There was a little bit of that. It was a, a little bit. I I yeah, noticed that mostly it was real quick and everything, and I noticed that. Uh, Sherlock held his ground pretty good, which means he um, is... He, he was smart about where, where to hit them and how you know what, how to attack and stuff. He has knowledge of um, some kind of martial arts. Um, it's not the same or like just, boxing as Robert Downey Jr., but it's something. Just Or just, you know, knowing the human body. Just knowing <laughs> the human body. Because no one can outwit Sherlock. I guess. Um, they fight. They get thrown into the pool. I'm wondering where the 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 family is at this point. Because uh, they go off to in bed. They they went off to bed, but I feel like they'd hear a struggle. They'd hear glass well, breaking. Well, eventually the cops come, so they must have. I guess. Um, they fight in the pool a little bit. You know, they they use the faucet to throw water, and then. And then the bad guy uses the bubbles of the jacuzzi to um, <laughs> drown Sherlock or something. To the, a bunch of, you know, water techniques, and they're fighting. Yeah. They get above ground, and uh, Sherlock confronts him, says, tell me about Moriarty, and the guy's like, what are you talking about? He says, you don't know who you're dealing with, and then Sherlock busts open the bust and finds what the guy's been looking for this whole time, which is another thumb drive. That has the initials. Thought, okay, throughout this entire episode, uh, uh, Lestrade had been mentioning this black pearl that that had been, uh, which I'm wondering if this is going to come up later. But the black pearl had had been lost uh, as part of uh, Moriarty's uh, crew from the uh, previous timeline, pre- previous seasons. Yeah, I blame guess. Captain Jack uh, Sparrow on that one. Yeah, no, they were saying it was. Uh, 
this this uh I guess it was something that this royal uh royal family or something had owned and the, the it had got stolen and sold off to, you know, villains and stuff. And so part part of it was that Sherlock thought that, that the uh bad guys were looking for that inside the bus basically, but it turned out to be the flash drive. Right, the flash drive with the initials AGRA. Agra. Where's the last time we saw this thumb drive? That would have been, uh, let's see, that would have been his last vow? Yeah, I think so. It's uh, the same type of thumb drive that uh, Mary had when we learned that she was some kind of assassin. Right. Uh, um, and instead of looking at it, John Watson threw it in the fire, says, your past is your business, your problem uh your future problems are my pleasure <laughs> <laughs> something along those <laughs> something lines something along those lines um but this thumb drive isn't destroyed like she had and it turns out all these people she worked with also had thumb drives just like it and that's when we kind of get a little backstory into what she did which is basically what you'd expect. They're like killer for hire. Um, and the initials AGRA stand for four different people. A, G, and she's R. A, and I think her stands for Rosamund? Rosamund? Yeah. Rosamund. Rosamund. Rosie. Rosamund Mary. And Mary was her middle name. And she preferred that name. Yeah. Rosie. Um, but they were working. They basically did whatever, whoever would... Uh, pay money you know for them to do right. whatever um whoever and, paid the most and uh they were supposed to be teaming up with somebody with the uh tag or the what the name ammo well ammo yeah ammo was a code name uh for for who was working with them but i think they also used it as sort of like a Code code word for beginning their assault or whatever. Yeah, um, it seemed like that anyway. But it, it turned out, uh, ammo, you know, betrayed them, mm-hmm. and then they are just kind of fighting each other. And uh, Mary got out, and she thought she was the only one that got out. And it turns out another guy got out too, and that's the guy that Sherlock's confronting in the pool house or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ, I think they said his name AJ. was. AJ, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so Sherlock decides to confront Mary about it. And she says, yep, yep, yep. And he wants to hear it from her own mouth, which we hear again. Uh, and then she says, I need you to read something, Sherlock. Hands him a piece of paper. He opens it up, sniffs it. And then he gets knocked out for a few hours. <laughs> because what Mary wants to do is she wants to go back undercover and uh figure this out herself and that Well, yeah, she wants to first of all, she wants to keep them safe by uh moving the target away from them. Yeah. And well, especially John and uh their new kid and they so she goes and does all these weird uh uh disguises and has a funny accent and things. Oh yeah, she's she's got a <laughs> she's got like a Jersey accent. 
<laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Um, but she she wanted to do this on her own. She wanted to get away. She was saying that not even the great Sherlock Holmes could predict uh, the rolling of a dice, which means basically I yeah, can get Yeah, she basically a... randomized the way... She yeah, she was things. making random decisions stuff. She she just wanted to make sure that nobody could follow her and all this. Uh, well, once she gets to where she was finally getting to, Sherlock was already there. And he's saying, what are you talking about? You can guess anything through, uh, you know, math and science. and Laws of probability and... And things of the <laughs> nature. But re in reality, all he did was uh, track her through GPS on the uh, thumb drive. <laughs> So he's there, Watson's there, and she's there. And he, uh, Watson confronts her, says, you know, you're, you're such a liar. You know how he always has been over the past last year, too. He was, like, basically that way, too. Um, but Sherlock wants to tell her that, as promised in his last vow, right, that he yeah. would protect... Watson, he would protect Mary. Yeah. Uh, but what they have to do, they have to make sure to do, is they have to do it in London because that's his territory. He knows where he's at. Yeah, he doesn't know what you know what to do in this country where she randomly ended up in, and so you know they head back to London. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, I think this is around the time where uh, Sherlock figures out something about ammo, and he. He says, not ammo, ammo. Which I didn't understand. Was I, that, that was a, uh, that was like, did he say it was a Latin thing? Yeah, it is a Latin thing, but I don't think it actually told us, did it? No, I don't think so. He's like, ammo, which means, and then Lestrade said, I hope you're right, Sherlock. Oh, no, no, it wasn't, it wasn't Lestrade, it was, uh, Mycroft. Oh, it was Mycroft, right. Mm, get those two mixed up. Uh, Gatus. Um, yes. But he says, I hope you're right. I, I, I don't know. I'm sitting here thinking, a mo, a mo, a Moriarty? I, I don't understand. <laughs> Sherlock goes and thinks, I guess. He probably goes into his little, like, mind castle or whatever you want to call it. Mind palace. Yeah, mind palace. And he thinks about thinks about a mo, uh, blah blah blah, and then he thinks about something, and it it pans over to the uh, to the James Bond building. The MI6. Yeah. Yeah. I recognize that building from Skyfall. Skyfall, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But what's? Because I'm trying to figure out how he figured out it was this lady in the aquarium. Was the lady in the aquarium uh, from MI6? Yeah. Where where were they before when um, basically she was uh, she was just like right uh, yeah in the very beginning. Okay, it was in the very beginning when they were showing Sherlock how they had doctored the video. Yeah. She was like uh, I think she was like writing down everything they were saying. Right, you know, one of those stenographers or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. And and he said something to her that at that point as well. But then I think it was they were showing. Um, I think it was Mary, who had said um, that the receptionist knows more than you could imagine. 
but I don't remember when she said that. Was that in this episode or was that in a previous episode? I don't know. Yeah, cause cause that's what he said. He Sherlock remembered her saying that. I think, or maybe maybe it was actually the. Maybe it was actually just the the receptionist lady that said that. I don't remember. No, <laughs> um, but I'm thinking this whole time if she's from MI6, is she M? Uh, because she's an old lady. <laughs> Yeah, it shows a clip of Mary holding the baby, looking at Sherlock, saying, you'd be amazed at what a receptionist picks up. They know everything. I don't remember where that was from. It must have been... I, I'm thinking it's got to have been from this episode because she's holding the baby. Right. So I just don't, I just don't remember when that was said. Neither do I. Anyways... MI6 lady lifts a gun, and uh, she's pointing at, at Sherlock, and now she's pointing at Mary because she showed up, too, because... Right, okay. <laughs> she's Because so the MI6 Sher- lady is also ammo, and... Uh, yeah, so Sherlock sends a text to both Mary and Watson to come meet him at the aquarium, uh, because he solved it, I guess, and... She shows up first because he has to find somebody to to take care of the baby while they're gone. Yeah. And so she's there, but Watson's still at home. Yeah, she says that Watson's on his way. Yeah. Um, and then the police squad shows up, basically saying it's all over now. And she says, or is it? And, and points the gun at Sherlock and... They're basically saying, don't do anything stupid uh, or whatnot. And she decides to kill him anyways because she's got nothing to live for because she's caught. Yeah. And when she shoots him, it goes into super slow motion. I'm like, oh, uh -oh, are we going to do this whole thing again where Sherlock figures out exactly how to fall so that the bullet, (laughs) you know? They can't just completely copy the same thing there. That was in... uh, was that in the uh that was in his last vow as well, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. But basically it it it, it was a fake out. It made it look like they're uh, about to do that whole thing again and then Mary jumps in. Front. Well, yeah, the uh Sherlock was sitting there like looking as if he had super speed vision at the bullet like, "Okay, here we go." Like he's about to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, then Mary jumps in front of the bullet gets hit. Uh, and basically that's when John shows up. Perfect timing. Uh, and she basically dies in his arm and he turns into the Hulk. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, (sighs) he's making some kind of weird sound. I'll tell you that much. I'm like, is he crying or is this like, it's yeah, it's some kind of grief, uh, sound i i know that yeah i know that he <laughs> plays bilbo in the lord of the rings but he's about to do that evil face because <laughs> i feel like that's about to happen no and, he doesn't and, play bilbo in the lord of the rings he plays bilbo in the hobbit yes he plays bilbo in the it's hobbit different. but <laughs> hobbit's part of the lord of the rings oh goodness it's all it's the same thing <laughs> tolkien it's tolkien he plays bilbo in tolkien 
There you go. Uh, but I was waiting for the evil face as if uh, Sherlock had the one ring. Uh, precious! I was waiting for my precious. I was. Uh, <laughs> but it didn't happen. He just looked up at Sherlock and says, don't, because you made a vow to protect her and blah, blah, blah. Okay, Even- so here's where I'm wondering. Why did Sherlock invite them there? Was it just because he wanted to see uh, the looks on their faces when he solved it? Is that all it was? Or was it backup? I don't know. But, I mean, he didn't tell him to bring a gun or anything, did he? No. No, he didn't. Uh, His backup was the police. Usually with detectives, they like their witnesses to hear him do the uh, denouement, which is... But I think that kind of ties into the ending where we see uh, uh, Sherlock... At a therapist place, right? Right. It goes to the therapist. He wants to figure out what to do with John because John hates him. Um, but basically, it sounded like he was he he was angry at himself because maybe he was too uh, egotistical that he needed them to hear right his, his he, solving. He's a little bit egotistical. He does need to hear when people are. He wants people to hear his genius. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think that that is the reason she's dead because otherwise there would be really no reason for her to be there. It, it's really her fault that she died too. I mean, well, yeah, that too. Sherlock would have still kept his vow if he's the one that got shot and died. It's her fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe Watson didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Anyways, Sherlock visits Molly. Right, because he sees a video that um, Mary sent well, no, to him. Well, go, no, he goes to visit Watson, but Molly's right, there right. He went to visit him with Watson. the baby. Uh, he uh, because uh, Charlotte got a video from Mary in the case of her death. Um, that says Miss kind of me, like just to get his attention. Kind of like Moriarty. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, she basically tells him that. Because she's dead now, she's going to need him to work on another case. I'm like, oh, this is, uh, you know, the plot of the next episode, right? No, no. Maybe. But her case was to save John Watson. Right. To save him. So he goes down to see Watson, and it's Molly who opens the door, and he Comes there basically to offer his help, offer any assistance as possible. And she says, Watson uh, said you might offer help, offer assistance. And in the case that you offered that, I've been told to tell you that he would want anybody else. Anybody but you. Anybody else. (laughs) Um, So. And that's basically how it ends. He walks off into the distance and hearing Mary's words in his head to save John Watson. And that's basically the episode right there. Um, Except we forgot to mention uh, what's going on with Watson and (laughs) the girl on the bus. The lady on the bus? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, okay, so Watson's on the bus and... This this lady start staring at him, and apparently he gets off and finds out that he had a a flower in his hair because 
he was playing with his kid or something. And uh, but then she gives him her phone number and they start texting throughout the episode. And I was like, I, I just thought this was this was really weird and and it never led to anything yet. Anyway, it didn't. Um, it was like he was flirting with. Uh, I don't know. He was just flirting with the edge of the line or whatnot. Um, but then he said... Seem, it just didn't seem like his character to me. It, it was uncharacteristic, but he is also dealing with uh, a lot of lies from Mary and the fact that she's a spy and That's there's, true. there's continuing secrets coming from her life that doesn't seem to ever end. Um... So he's also with that. But then again, he tells the girl on the bus, not a good idea, I'm not free. Um, nice getting to know you, but sorry. That's what he said. And then he sees her when he gets off the bus. And then later on, he's laying in bed with Mary, and he says he needs to tell her something. What? We don't know. Oh, yeah. So he never showed the rest of that? No. That was as far as it got. Yeah. Uh, I figured it would be like one of the last things in the episode. Was not so maybe we'll come back to that. Wasn't really expecting her to die and have it just be left out in the open. Maybe maybe that's why she jumped in front of the bullet. But the real question <laughs> is, I I almost want to say this girl's not just a girl. She's like a plant, you know. She's yeah, more something with Moriarty. Something plan. with Moriarty. I want to say. Yeah. Wouldn't um, be surprising. But who knows, you know? Um, <sighs> yeah, something was fishy about that, though. It didn't seem normal. No, it didn't seem normal at all. It, it, it can't just be added in there randomly. I, I feel like it's going to be a, play a bigger part in the next yeah, episode or two. Yeah, they're, they're going to have to go. They're not just going to throw that in there for no reason. Yeah. So the real question uh, I have is why does she say save John Watson in general? Save him from himself, from his own grief. His grief? Like, I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I, maybe she knows how he can get into a state. Maybe maybe he had some uh, state that he was in after the war that maybe sometimes he reverts back into or something, and, and she's seen that in him and wants to make sure he doesn't do something similar after she dies. Or I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I mean that. I feel like that's the general obvious answer. Um, but with Sherlock, with Stephen Moffat, with you know Mark Gatiss, you never know. Uh, she might know something more than she's letting on, but she's dead, so who knows? Or she could have faked her <laughs> death like everybody else in the show. I suppose. <laughs> Probably not. Um. So what did you think of this little mini movie? It was decent. Well, that was uh, I pretty good, yeah. Uh, I don't think it was as good as as uh, the last the last one. You mean the the last vow? Well, no, I'm talking. Well, that. Or are you talking yeah. about Abominable Bride? I'd say those were better than this. Okay, but what would this be better than then? Um. Some of them, I mean, yeah. There's some, there's some of these that I'd say it's better than. I would say a, a lot of them are better than this one. I mean, it's a decent episode. 
Uh, but what I want to, I recognize more so this time was it felt less like a Sherlock, uh, Sherlock uh, centered episode and more merry. Uh, and so it felt more like a, a spy thing. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of the stuff that Sherlock is figuring out, there wasn't a whole lot of it. It was like uh, right. he did two profiling things with the guy who wears the women's clothing and then again at the end with the MI6 lady. Yeah, I'd say it's better than probably the sign of three and the uh, the blind banker. But everything else I would say is probably better than this one. But it's still decent. So yeah, it's it's in the middle. I haven't seen any bad episodes, so some are boring no, no. around the middle and things like that. Yeah. Like this one, the main problem I think it had was probably the multiple little cases. We've seen that before. We've seen it in The Last Vow, right? Where he just went through a billion different little cases. Um, um that was in. No, I think that was in the sign of three. Was it? I think so. Um. Well, yeah, we've seen it before where he's done it, and it's kind of cool to see in one kind of regard. But on the other hand, you like it when it presents the main arc earlier on and Mm -hmm. i don't think they really introduced this main mystery until around a half hour i think that first half hour was all those mini mysteries well sometimes that's true in some of the other episodes as well um because this this is basically as long as two episodes sometimes they do it in two different arcs that way i don't know if that's exactly the way it, it played out uh in this one, but sometimes that's the way it works in some of these episodes. Yeah. Well, it wants like to, know... it wants to act like a movie half the time. Right. Um, so you have to have that introduction. Then you have to have that inciting incident, you know, which is normally in any movie around the half hour point, which makes sense. Uh, but this is also a TV series. And I feel like the, I feel like it's almost convoluted because it's talking about all these random mysteries that aren't really super important. Right. Um, because once it gets into the main mystery, it's, it's good. It's great. It's We're, we're thinking it's going to be Moriarty and all these different things, and then there's twists and turns, which is fantastic. It's just that first half hour, which is like, meh. Um, and then after the first hour, then you go into the whole spy routine that and montage of of Mary, you know, flying and talking in Jersey accent. Uh, <laughs> which again, it's funny and everything, but it's un-Sherlockian. And then you have the whole Watson thing and the bus and the girl, and then that's uncharacter, you know. So yeah. there is only a, you know, two, three, four... Um, specific scenes that felt like real Sherlock, you know? Um, But the rest of it was kind of like... It was a little off, I think. A little weird. Um, Which I'm kind of surprised since I feel like we would have really bounced into Moriarty territory since the, the end of the third season. 
uh, and they wanna, Abominable they Bride. They want to hold it off. <laughs> and I feel like we're not going to eat... If it's anything like the other seasons, we're probably not going to hear anything about Moriarty until the freaking third episode. Yeah. Um, which will be probably a pretty good episode. It's just that the first two episodes are like, random, random. Either it's right, a really like good case, about, or about, what, but still random. If you think about season two, it began with the with the uh, cliffhanger of Moriarty that was getting ready to kill Sherlock, right? Yep. And then and then he just kind of ran away, and that was pretty much the end of Moriarty until uh, the third episode, which was the Reichenbach fall, obviously. Right. It could be something along. Season those two lines. was good. Season two is probably my favorite season. Oh yeah, season two is the best. Um, season three is pretty good too. We'll see how season four goes. Um, but I I don't know. Um, I like the first episode. It's just it's it's just different than what we're normally seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's good to have uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and. Uh, What's his face back? Martin Freeman. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the episode was written by Mark Gatiss. So, I mean, he doesn't always... I mean, I, I like the guy, but he he isn't always the best writer of episodes. Yeah. Same same thing goes with, with Doctor Who. Yeah. Stick to the acting. Let's see. <laughs> well, okay, he did write The uh, Hounds of Baskerville... No, no. Uh, Arthur he... Ar- Arthur Doyle wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he wrote the Great Game, which is actually a really good episode of Sherlock. That's the season one finale. Uh, the Hounds of Baskerville. Yeah, that was a pretty good episode, I think. Many Happy Returns. Oh no, that was Gatiss and Moffat. Uh, the Empty Hearse. That was a pretty good one too. But then, the sign of three. Well, sign of three was all three of them, and then the bomb, uh, the abominable bride was both of them. So I don't know. I guess he he's better on Sherlock than he than he is on Doctor Who. His his Doctor Who episodes have been kind of uh, lackluster, but at least he did the the Great Game and the Hounds of Baskerville though, and those are some pretty strong episodes. Yeah. Um. Do we know the name of the next episode at all? It's it's out there. I'm not looking at it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. I I think I saw that it was out there. I didn't really pay attention to it. What it was though? They're all all three of them are out there. Yeah, they sense. typically are by the time the season starts. Well, it's just because it takes place in three weeks, and that's that's it. Right. Um, yeah, they're basically all, all on the TV guides already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so do we know when the next episode is airing? Wouldn't it be next week? It's sometimes it's not exactly a week because they always do the first one on January first, and then the next one's like to. It's not necessarily exactly a week later. I mean, like on a different January day. January first is not always on the same day. Okay, so it's on. Yeah, it's on Sunday again. Okay. So yeah. yeah. Um, you know, something we forgot to mention in the last episode, or in the last episode, you know, when we were talking about Doctor Who, we never talked about the, uh, the spinoff class. Oh, that's right. 
Um, I we I'm, could do I'm not caught up. Um, but I, I only watched a couple of them and I quit. You quit. I think maybe I might have watched a third one, but I I I think I was done after that. You did not like it. Yeah, it was just I don't know. I didn't care for it. I uh, I thought it was okay. I liked the first episode, but maybe that's because I had the doctor in it. Right. Yeah, the first one was good because it had the doctor. <laughs> but it was, anyways. The main thing to remember about that show is that it's not uh, what you expected it to be. Um, I thought it was supposed to be this kids show, you know. Yeah, because it was taking place in a school. I in a classroom. A yeah. Show. But it's not kids. It's uh, it's more adult oriented. Yeah, it's more it's more along the lines of Torchwood. Maybe not quite as 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 much, but the thing that that's interesting about that is they never had the Doctor show up on Torchwood because they figured, you know, Doctor Who's a kids show. They don't want kids saying, "Oh, the Doctor's going to be on this new show," and then have them go watch it, and you know, it's not something they should be watching. So I'm surprised they actually did that with Glass. Mm-hmm. Now, so yeah, I think I'm probably along with you. I think I've probably seen two or three episodes something like that mm-hmm. i did plan to see more but yeah when i was watching i mean i didn't have the greatest um attention span when watching it uh, uh it, it it bored me i think it was the third one yeah the third one's like it, the one i gave up on yeah uh so if you are a uh, BBC fan or something like that and fan of Doctor Who and, and all those spinoffs that it tends to have, you can at least check out the first you know, episode or, or two, see how, uh, how you like it. I'm sure quite a pe- few people probably do like it. Yeah, um, from what I was reading in the comments after I uh, watched the ones I did, it seemed like people were enjoying it, uh, but I don't know. It's just not my kind of thing. Yeah, um, so that's uh, that's out there, so you can check that out if you want, um, but you won't be hearing a podcast uh, about it from us. <laughs> <laughs> I know we talk about a lot of BBC stuff on here, but... Uh, How about, uh, uh, what about, uh, well, we've got, um... <laughs> there's a few things that we, we could potentially podcast on. I was wondering, um, there's a new... 24 coming there is uh new prison break coming we still don't really i think that there is no uh release date for prison break yet but But i'm guessing it's sometime springtime overlap with doctor who it it, yeah it would collide there probably unless it gets delayed and i think 24 would as well i think 24 is february oh yeah yeah is it gonna be 24 episodes or is it gonna be 12 like the last one my guess is it's going to be 24. Really? Or this is probably what they're aiming for, at least. Because mm. it's a completely brand new series this time. Sort of. It's like CSI Miami. So, I mean, they're, they're probably good <laughs> shows to, to podcast on. Uh, out of those two, I would like to podcast on prison break um but it's just not going to be it's not going to be possible with with doc, timing schedule back. wise with doctor who and sherlock being unless weird. it gets delayed all right uh doctor who could potentially be the one that 
um, airs later than April like we were thought they would be. It could, but I doubt it. But we we don't know at this point. There's no uh, release date for Prison Break or but then, officially But then Doctor again, Who. we were also thinking about a potential Doctor Who rewatch after this next season. So Right. Uh, which no one really knows how we would do that anyways. So, I, I have an idea. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it depends on when the, when the, you know, season 10 ends. <laughs> right. But, uh, that's it. Uh, next week will be the next Sherlock episode, whatever that's called. We're not going to look it up and spoil you, even though you probably already know yourself if you're listening to this. Um, I just saw it. I just saw it when I was looking at the schedule. Oh, <laughs> uh, whoops. <laughs> Ah, you're more spoiled than I am. What a change. <laughs> what a difference. Um, so we'll catch you next week. Uh, if you want to comment, make sure you comment below on the podcast or, or wherever you want to comment on. I don't know where this is going to end up. Um, like us, subscribe to us, um, and uh, we'll see you next week when we talk about Sherlock Episode 2. Um, episode two. Episode two. Yep. Um, which is Attack weird because this is oh, smaller than the ep- outside episode two right now. Not to confuse anybody. Uh, <laughs> Wait, no. This. Yeah, this is episode <laughs> season right. eight, episode two. Um, so uh, catch you next week for smaller on the outside. My name is Dave. And I was the detective with you this evening. I'm Andy. Who is the companion partner guy? Um. Uh, or we call him the doctor. Um, I was I was the Watson. He was the, he was the Watson. That, yep, that's the noun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, peace out. Peace out.